0: I the happiest I've ever been. You know, for so long I thought that I was one half of a whole. Yeah. And now I'm just whole.
1: Namaste and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine. And I've been diving into the worlds of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay everyone. So welcome back. Today I have a special guest who's going to be dropping in on a regular basis mm-hmm. on the channel. Yeah. This is my good friend Kira Bryant from The Butterfly Chronicles and she is a mom, she's a writer, she is a business owner and a motivational coach and we thought this first episode would just be kind of a you tell me about you and your journey and yeah. then We'll talk a little bit about our own journey together and sure. yep. what we're going to do here. Yep. Cool. Okay. So tell me about your journey care wherever you want to begin, really. So for most of
0: my life, I struggled a lot with emotional suffering. And um, about three years ago, it finally came to a head when I went through a divorce and I fell down into like the deepest pits of depression. And um, life kind of took me on a journey of awakening to this beauty that is actually already living with within me, and I had no idea it was there this whole time. Mm. it was hiding beneath all the mental, emotional suffering. So, you know, I started connecting with the universe a little bit, or it actually feel like it was connecting with me, and there was no option. Um, and she started showing me things about how things were so connected, and it, it was a very rough start. You know, I, I really battled with my ego at the beginning, and it really... Um, I I did not know how to detach from the person that I always was Mm. to become a new version of me because I just always been this person that was so into, you know, addicted to certain situations and things that were terrible for me. And Mm -hmm. over time, you know, the, the universe just led me year by year and I'm on year three now, um, to such a peaceful state through just every little scenario that it put me in, you know, more relationships more failed relationships, uh, my journey as a mother and really seeing my children as souls and not just as humans, as well as the, the daycare children that I'm helping raise as well. I, I've really been able to <clears throat> appreciate kids no matter how they're acting, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it's towards me or towards each other. <laughs> um, and I've really been able to detach from the idea that uh, we're just humans. Um, but we're more we're more than that more mm-hmm. more soul than human if we really tap into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I feel like I'm at a place in my journey where uh, I just I've never been so peaceful mm-hmm. and it's it's just so beautiful to be so free of of not only my past but just of the chaos that was in my mind for so long that created all the suffering. Right. Um, and to actually be able to to watch my mind and how it works and to confront it when it's not working in a way that serves me. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at now. Awesome.
1: You know, and I think that one of the reasons that I wanted to have Kira on the channel so often is because I have kind of watched her transformation i've kind of been on the journey from the beginning Mm -hmm. um as things started to break down so to say and i i love that you relate to the caterpillar and the butterfly because the caterpillar turns to the mush and breaks down before they transform and that three years
0: was mush (laughs) it was (laughs) two years of it was yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah she was a huge part of my journey she um actually i came in to do my first ever yoga class with you, and I was like, I was bawling.
1: <laughs> I was, <laughs> Which hot, is normal. I was
0: fighting tears the whole time, and, and then as soon, as soon as Shavasana hit, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like what is going on with me? And it was just me opening up and really listening to my emotions, mm-hmm. which I, I don't think I had ever done. I it was always so emotional, but I never listened to them or paid attention to them. I just yeah. let them rule me instead of...
1: Well, we're so distracted all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of it. With even with my own journey, when I first started this journey ten years ago, and I and it kind of started with yoga with me as well. Like yeah. I walked into a yoga class, a yoga for runners class. I was running marathons at the time, and I just yeah. thought, oh, I need to stretch. And with that, all of a sudden, I had to really sit with my emotions yeah. and sit with who I was yeah. and really who I was in that present moment, which was not the most spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's hard for us to sit in that space, but when we do, and when we're almost like forced into it, especially in like a yoga class, we learn to love it a little bit more. We learn to breathe with it a little bit more. Absolutely. And and then over time, you know, we start to accept this side of us and we start to change. Yeah. You know, we're no longer attached. Like you said, yeah. you detach after a while. Yeah, and it just kind of happens person. naturally. Like you don't, and you, and you just shed little by little. And,
0: and one day you'll like look at yourself and be like, holy cow, like, mm. What I'm not anything like I was, yeah, you know, six months ago, a right. year ago. It's crazy. I wanted to comment on, I, I enjoy the fact that you got into yoga because of your running, mm-hmm. because I came into yoga thinking that it was exercise because I was huge into fitness, Same. right, with yeah. weightlifting. So I just saw it was another form of exercise. Same. And maybe I heard that it was going to help me clear my mind and I probably (laughs) needed a little bit of that. And I came in thinking, oh, I'm just going to exercise and came out feeling like, what the hell just happened to me? What a
1: transformation. Yeah. From the first class for me, it was the same thing. It was like, whoa, I don't know what what exactly just happened, but this was really big and different and I need more of it, you know? And from there, it became a little bit of an addiction, but in a good way. Um, because it helped me let go of other addictions, Mm -hmm. which I know that you've dealt with that too. So I wanted to talk to you just about kind of your journey. You know, you mentioned that you, your business, you own in-home daycare. How has that changed your, from a business owner perspective? You know, how has your business changed? How has your, um, success with your business changed? Like pre the journey of going through like a spiritual transformation Mm -hmm. versus being kind of more on the other side of it now. Yeah. What do you think? I have
0: changed completely as a person towards how I handle the kids, even. And that's not to say I was doing anything necessarily wrong in society's eyes before. It's just I feel the difference because, mm. whereas I, you know, I, I watched six, eight, 10, 12 kids at a time, and I used to be so overwhelmed and mm-hmm. stressed. But it was like I was doing it because that was how I was making money. And now as the years have gone on, I'm doing it because I actually love it. And wow. I'm doing it because I know that I'm consciously raising, raising these kids. And I, I don't get stressed like I used to. There's still moments, but the cool thing is, is being able to, if the kid is, if I'm getting worked up inside from something that's happening on the outside of me, I can see it before mm-hmm. I ever react to it or anything. And um, I take that and I teach those kids that as well. Yeah especially, you know, four five, six years old, where they're really starting to come and in, tap into their emotions, I can teach them how to notice their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I know that the parents see it as well. And they see it changing in their, their kids as well. And my business, as far as that goes, it's always flourishing. I, I never go anytime without having a spot filled. Like I'm always mm-hmm. full and I've constantly had people asking me for spots. And I think a lot of that is just the vibration that I put off and people trust me with their children because they know that I genuinely care
1: yeah.
0: for them and for for the kids and for the family as a
1: whole. I feel like it's a bit of your dharma. Yeah, it Just is. Just from my perspective. It is definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, you're serving this yeah. purpose. You're doing what you love. And like you said, you're raising the vibration of these little beings and you're training them how to handle their emotions. And I mean, what a power to have. And cultivate from such a young age. Especially yeah. because
0: I grew up such an emotionally reactive person. Mm-hmm. And I really never confronted myself until I hit... I, I mean, I knew it was a problem at times, but I, I never really dealt with it. or thought I could change it until I did change it. Mm-hmm. And now it's just cool to be able to cultivate that in younger kids. Because that's how we, as a human race, evolve is... The people before you got to teach, you know. Yeah, so.
1: and that's and that's kind of I think that's all of our, our our soulful empath star seeds here. Yeah. It's it's our mission, right, sure. to to raise this vibration, whether it be through children or, you know, whoever we're trying to impact. I want to talk a little bit about just kind of how your lifestyle has changed mm-hmm. as well, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you yeah, want to share that. Of I, I, have, um, I have, yeah, no, I my demons have been exposed. <laughs> so. Yeah, and. And people will know as they tend to watch the channel or if they've been with me pre this channel, like I'm very honest and very open about my own past and my own history because I think that – I think that, you know, I've been talking about this a lot with my students and my clients that we we have these spiritual people in our lives and we see them as like almost like holier than thou. You know, like we put these, um, you know, Deepak Chopra or, you know, know, people like that, Gabby Bernstein, we put them on a pedestal and we think that they're, you know – They've, although many of those people do talk about their past lives. I don't, well, I don't know. Deepak probably doesn't talk about his. Past. He does, but I don't think it's, it's not like Gabby. Yeah, Gabby, like you know, went through addiction. Oh, sure, sure. You know, like, you, you know,
0: like you don't, you don't. I don't hear him talk about having those. And maybe he never had those experiences, but he was raised in a culture
1: mm-hmm. where he
0: was already spiritual. You know, like he was raised in a spiritual culture. Like right. Eastern culture is just so much different. And,
1: and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that those those types of, of spiritual people, like they have something to teach us and Absolutely. we have so much wisdom to gain from them. But I also think just in this modern day world, we have to have people that we can relate to people that have, you know, been through the darkness yeah. and been through that journey and found themselves on the other side. So whatever you want to share, but what was your life like three years ago compared to now? Yeah. What's an average weekend or an yeah. average day? Or- so I was definitely, I mean, I've struggled through
0: drugs and sex addiction and attention, attention addiction for the majority of my life since I was a teenager. Um, I, I was married for 10 years, and a lot of that stopped during that time frame just because I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, and I and I did love my husband at the time. Um, so before him, I was I was into just about every drug you can imagine, aside from I wasn't doing you know meth or heroin, but mm-hmm. anything else I could get my hands on. If it was there, I was doing it. Um, drinking constantly, I was drunk probably every single night of the week until I got pregnant with my first child, and she's thirteen now. I I would like to say that that stopped my issues, but it did not. Mm -hmm. It actually probably got worse um, after I had her for a while. Um, And then I met my husband, my ex-husband. And then after we split, uh, it was like a recreation, a recycle of that exact lifestyle. I wasn't really doing the drugs or anything, um, but I was drunk all the time. Mm -hmm. um, Unfortunately, even when I had my kids. And I was uh, seeking attention from anywhere and, and like everywhere I could get it whenever I could get it. And it was a high, like it, it really was. Cause I was with the same man for 10 years. And so he, I don't want to say this, but you get bored. Sure. Uh, you can get bored in a sure. relationship, especially if it's not the right relationship. Mm-hmm. And it, that relationship wasn't obviously, cause it didn't last. But, um, and then I ended up, you know, just indulging myself in whatever man would come my way and over time it was weighing on me and i just got to the point where i was like I, I something has to change and i did you know the spiritual awakening opened me up a little bit but like i said it took me a good year and a half probably before i was really awake mm-hmm. and i i was talking it but i wasn't living it mm. um and then this year of january this year it, something just clicked and it was like, it's time. And I don't know, you could say it was my soul that was saying that to me, but it was just time. Mm-hmm. It was time to let go. And I, it wasn't instantaneous. I mean, it kind of was this this go-around, I feel like. Um, I, I Last year was kind of like a shedding. I had a little short relationship, but I wasn't out attention-seeking like I was yeah. before, and I wasn't drinking as much. But I was still partying quite a bit. And then at the beginning of this year, I just... I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. My body couldn't take it, my mind, my emotions. I was, I was done. And so I really stopped talking about it, and I started doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I really started focusing on my spiritual growth. And, you know, I even bought a ring and put it on my finger because I was like, I'm committed only to this. I'm committed to myself, to my soul. That's it. I don't. And I took the ring off, but it's, that's still the case. I still haven't had a relationship. It's been almost a year now it mm-hmm. a year next month and that's the longest i've ever gone ever yeah and it's i the happiest i've ever been you know for so long i thought that i was one half of a whole yeah. and now
1: i'm just whole uh, <laughs> so i love that so beautiful yeah what a wonderful thing to feel and, and just you know again it's it's it comes back to that butterfly thing yeah. you know like going through the transformation and feeling more complete more beautiful just as you are now And maybe we'll transition into that. So talk to me about the Butterfly Chronicles. You know, how did you come up with the name? What is it? Where are you going with it? So butterflies actually are my sign from the universe. And I got into that
0: because of Gabby Bernstein. Mm -hmm. I had read, universe has your back. And she had suggested in there asking the universe for a sign. And butterflies just everywhere. And it's still to this day, they're just everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not just talking about real butterflies. I'm talking about butterflies on shirts or on a car or on a pillow, like just all over the place. Whenever I'm feeling any type of way, it's just they pop up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where that came from. And then I started realizing that I really resonated with butterflies, obviously for a reason, and it was because I was – you know, I was the caterpillar that went into her cocoon and shed the cocoon. And I said last year, I wrote a post, I think, on like a, a New Year's Day, actually, that last year I just couldn't quite figure out where I was in my journey. I was like, I'm not the person I used to be, but I'm not the person that I want to be yet. And over time I realized like this you actually sent me that picture of there was like a butterfly a woman coming out <laughs> yeah. of a cocoon.
1: Blew me from the and bottom. I as
0: soon as I saw that, I was like, This is what it is. It's just that I haven't learned to fly yet. And I had a moment with the butterfly last year that I had somebody had given me a cocoon of a monarch, and when it shed the cocoon, I tried to let it go free. Well, it wasn't ready because its wings weren't dry yet. And so I really liked the metaphor of that. Mm. I wasn't able to fly yet because last year my wings were still drying. And then this year I really have flown Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: so many ways, but more, more than anything, just my inner peace really coming forward.
1: Mm And you're a writer, so right now you're blogging on Facebook primarily. Yeah. Are you blogging on your website at all right now?
0: I'm just kind of – I don't really know. Okay. (laughs) So I think I'm in such an in-between right now because because I am so focused on my inner peace that I notice that when I get into writing a lot and try to put stuff out there, I get kind of wrapped up in my mind, and so I'm trying to find the balance of the two. Mm -hmm. Um, I do write on Facebook and that's probably for right now where I'll be doing it. But eventually mm-hmm. it'll go straight to a blog probably.
1: Perfect. So I'll just drop your Facebook link yeah, in the show notes for everybody great. so they can check you out if yeah. they want to. And then maybe we'll just talk a little bit about us yeah. and, and what we're all about. You know, like I said, um, I met Kira about three years ago when she walked into my studio for a yoga class. And then I I personally remember just our first Reiki yeah. session together. That sticks out to me more than anything mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, because... For those that don't know, I'm a level two Reiki practitioner, and so Kira walked in my doors for a Reiki session, which was just really deep. It was. I was like, (laughs) what? I walked out of there like, um, is she like psychic or
0: something? Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's a little scary sometimes, but yeah, it was just a lot of information came through because you were ready. You were ready to receive it. And then from there, you know, I've kind of witnessed you go on your spiritual journey. Um, You went through my program, Conscious Creatress, which we'll talk about in another episode. Which, I, you know, I saw that big transformation there. But then just I think over the past year, we've gotten to know each other a lot more, being moms, being spiritual people in a pretty small Midwestern town yeah. that yeah. doesn't have a lot of the woo-woo women in it. Yep. And just, you know, over time we have we we get to talking and we get to talking about such good things. Uh-huh. And so we just decided it's time to start sharing all of that in our conversations with the world. And so that's kind of... Yep. Where we're headed is we're just going to have these soulful, spiritual chats, and we'll have different topics. And of course, if you want a topic for us to discuss, like send it, let us know. Um, but yeah, that's my goal is just to kind of talk. And Kira is actually going through her yoga teacher training right now at the time of this recording. I went through mine six years ago, so it's been some time, and you know, a lot has changed in these past six years. So it's an interesting thing, also, just to talk about spirituality from that perspective because yeah. you're so fresh in it right now. And with all the new age stuff that's coming out just right now in so 2021, 2022 <laughs> um, versus when I went through things in 2015. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to dive deep into that stuff too. So, yeah. yeah. Well, do you want to have anything else to say on this episode or? I don't think so. Okay. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And I'm looking forward to all of our good Our enlightened future. conversations. Yes. yes. <laughs> I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the follow your path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review as a thank you every month. I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials it truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.